In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Ever since we were younger, we were told and we were taught, if you do this, Jesus will be mad at you. Right? Like, like, don't do that, right? We were all taught that. And it was because God is trying, and, and of course our, our catechism teachers and, and our faith is trying to help us understand that there is a connection between our actions and the things that we do and the consequences. You and I as humans... We like to do things without having to reap the consequences of our actions. Like I told you guys the other day about how I like to eat cake and how for my birthday I ate like three cakes. And then I complained. I was like, oh, I feel so fat. I need to go to the gym. And I got all upset. My mom was like, what did you think was going to happen? You ate three cakes, right? Like there are consequences to your actions. You and I, we want to do things without reaping the cost. And what you and I don't understand is that when we do certain acts, when we sin, it does have a consequence. It does have a side effect. And that side effect is connected directly with God. It does connect with God. Now, in that, it's because we don't want to reap the consequences. We don't want to have to take responsibility for what we've done. It's easy to just get up, go to confession, and then just prepare yourself to do the exact same thing without having to actually really do anything about changing our lives. It's too hard to change our life. It's too hard to make changes. The world, the devil, my friends, everything around me is all against me. So why really make any changes? And so we can want to stay in that without having to actually take or own the consequences to our actions. Now, the opposite of that is Zacchaeus today in the Gospel. Zacchaeus is finally, he's a man, let's just describe Zacchaeus first. Zacchaeus is a short little man wearing really, really nice clothes, and he runs up a tree. Now, first of all, Zacchaeus is a Jewish tax collector, which means that he has sold his own people, he sold his own family, to be on the side of, the, of Israel's enemy, the Romans. And now he's collecting taxes for them. I mean, this guy's a khalsan, literally, at this point. In the eyes of the world, he's a khalsan. He gave up his own people. And so he's wearing nice clothes, and he's a short little man, and... And really what I like that the gospel says that he's short, ultimately because I really do see something there. I do think, and this is just me putting my connections together, you can kind of read into it, this is what you could do with the gospel, is that maybe he was so insecure about his height, or just any insecurity, that it led him to go do extreme measures to overcompensate his insecurities. I mean, why would you want to give up your own family, your own name, your own reputation? Why would you give everything up all for what? For money? What led him to go do that? And he did it. But he, in the gospel today, is at a point where he's done with it. He's tired of it. He's tired of living that empty life 
of just trying to fulfill his human flesh, of just trying to make more money. He's at a point where he's done with it and he's saying, okay, I need to take responsibility for my life. I'm not going to blame other people anymore. I'm not going to manipulate people in my life. I'm not going to keep putting the blame on everybody else. I'm going to take responsibility. And so what he does, when he sees Jesus, he makes the connection when he sees Jesus. He makes the connection that all of the defrauding and the stealing that he's done is all to Jesus. He's done it to Jesus. And that's why he says to Jesus, he says, Lord, I'm going to go and repay fourfold. Anybody that I've defrauded, I'm going to go repay them fourfold and half of my goods I'm going to give to the poor. He doesn't just say, oh Jesus, I love you. Oh Jesus, I'm here and going to confession. He says, I'm going to do something about this. And he does. So he owns his actions without falling into discouragement. And what he could have done when Jesus says to him, I'm going to come into your house today. He could say, no Jesus, you can't come into my house because I've done this, I've done this, I've done this. You can't love me. Don't love me. I don't want you to love me. He allows Jesus in. And what does Jesus do? It's so beautiful. What does Jesus do? Jesus actually takes on his shame of his reputation. Because in that moment, when Zacchaeus and Jesus accept one another, they, they actually begin to not gossip about Zacchaeus anymore. Pay attention to who they gossip about. It says, they murmur, they gossip about Jesus. They gossip about Jesus. They say, he's gone to be in the house. He's gone to go and be with, in the house of a sinner. They gossip about Jesus. So Jesus in that moment is taking on Zacchaeus' shame and his embarrassment and his sin. Because Zacchaeus knows that what he's done was directed to Jesus. His actions, his stealing, whatever he's done, it was to Jesus. And there are consequences. And he, at this point, he says, I'm going to pay back. I'm going to do something. Jesus, I'm not going to just allow you to come into my house. I'm going to make action. And so today, you and I can look at our past, or maybe we can look at our sins, and maybe we can feel overwhelmed, or we can feel discouraged. We can even maybe tired of trying over and over and over again to just be better, or to just want to see changes in our lives. And we can be frustrated even. We can even think, what's the point? What's the point of even praying anymore? What's the point of even doing any of this anymore? Nothing changes. Zacchaeus could have said that. He could have said that in that moment, but he didn't. He welcomed Jesus into his home. He trusted Jesus taking on his shame. And that Jesus loved him enough that Jesus actually wants to come into his house because he's not qualified. Because he's the very thing that everybody thinks he shouldn't, he's bad, because he's bad, because he's done all these things. Jesus says, that's the very reason why I want to come into your house. And so he does. And Zacchaeus had a choice. So today, whatever it is that maybe we feel discouraged about, discouragement is a very real thing. The devil uses discouragement to want to keep us right where we are, to tell us, don't keep trying don't let Jesus in, don't pray, don't go to confession, it's all worthless, it's all pointless, don't try anymore. Today, all we can do is live for today, for this moment. That's all we can do. And we can still love God in this moment. God is still giving me a chance to allow Him into my heart right now, 
right now that I'm breathing, I can allow Jesus in. And so what we can do throughout our day is look for little ways in which we can show God by our action, by taking on the consequences of our actions, by offering him something in return. Like when I do something wrong to a friend, or when you do something wrong to a friend, what do you do? You don't just apologize, you try to show something. Like you go and you buy flowers. I don't know if that still works for the ladies anymore. It's been a long time, you know. But, you know, you do something. And that's why we have something called, when you go to confession, the priest gives you a a penance. A penance. A penance is not you paying off your debt. You don't pay off your debt. Who paid the debt? Jesus. But when we go to confession... We're not paying off the debt by our penance. What we're doing is, Jesus, I'm taking on a responsibility for my actions. And in atonement for what I've done, I'm going to show you the opposite. I'm going to do this because I love you. And it doesn't have to be a feeling. Sometimes we're not going to feel like we love God. Sometimes we're not going to feel like we want to come to church or that we want to pray or that we even believe. But what Jesus is looking for is action. He's looking for the act of my will. The fact that we're here today is an act of the will. It may not be my feeling. And that is what God is looking for. Because love is in the will. It's not in the feeling. And so all you and I have to do is to keep getting back up and keep allowing Jesus to come in. To allow Jesus to come in. And when he comes in, into our hearts and into our lives, he's the one that changes everything. We don't have to change anything. He changes us. And that's what he did to Zacchaeus. And so each and every day we can offer up little things like sitting in traffic or dealing with somebody that you don't, like, that you don't want to deal with in, in, at work or uh, studying or whatever it might be. We can offer those little things up and say, Jesus, in atonement for the thing that I did two years ago, last week, earlier today, I offer it up to you because I love you, because I'm taking on responsibility, because I want to show you that I love you, not just by my word, but truly by my action. And in doing so, when we do that, Jesus comes in. And when he comes in, he changes us. And he gives us true salvation. Because salvation is in his love for us, not in what we can do for him. So each and every day, we just look for little things. It doesn't have to be big things. Little things. Little things that we can offer to him. Because it's not about us paying it back. It's about cooperating with him. And allowing him to do his work of salvation in us. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit.